In Super Bowl 54, the Kansas City Chiefs met the San Francisco 49ers in Miami, Florida, before a ruckus crowd of more than 60,000 fans. Some there for the game, some there for the experience, and some for the vocal prowess of Shakira and JLo's halftime show, which I thought was pretty amazing to be honest. Full disclosure, I know absolutely nothing about sports, particularly football. But as a professional composer, having songs placed in countless television advertisements, the game is a complete afterthought, as I cheer for the creative wits behind the most expensive 30 seconds money can buy. My favorite going to Jeep's Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. I have a soft spot for Jeep's having owned one, and well, you can't ever go wrong with Murray. And again, I'm already off topic. San Francisco, considered the underdogs going in, won the coin toss yet decided to defer, leaving Kansas City to receive the ball first. Fast forward a few hundred tackles that no doubt left bruises the following morning, and, spoiler alert, Kansas City wins the game 31-20. Imagine San Francisco in a parade of silence returning home replaying the defeat in their minds over and over, deciding to retire their jerseys the following day, move to the suburbs, and apply for work in a less demanding environment, attributing the loss solely to a coin toss. If only they would have won the coin toss, they would be going to Disney World instead of going home. It sounds ridiculous because, well, it is ridiculous. But what if that's what they firmly believed? Before the game even began, they decided to just give up. What's the point? We can't even win a coin toss, much less a football game. During each huddle throughout the game, San Francisco began preparing strategies for next year's coin toss, as coaches were already pulling videos from previous coin tosses to analyze and dissect. If only they would have won the opening toss, they would have won the Super Bowl. Now I realize this story is rather far-fetched, and it does seem to be a bit exaggerated, but my purpose has a point. Whether we accept it or not, we do this to ourselves every day. San Francisco directing a coin in midair is as unreasonable as our attempting to control the uncontrollable in life. And while life may be a box of chocolates, it certainly doesn't come with instructions when you bite into your least favorite one. Molasses chew? Really now? This is part one of a series about control. Realizing nothing is certain in life and what steps we can take to turn our troubles into trophies. For today's episode, we're actually going to be doing something a little different. If you're able, find a comfortable place to sit where you can also write, along with a pencil and a blank sheet of paper. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. While we're sitting, let's begin by taking a moment to relax your body. Close your eyes or look downwards and rest your hands in an easy, effortless way. Take a few moments to scan your awareness through the sensations of your body and wherever possible, soften and release obvious areas of physical tension. Aware of your body, your body breathing, 
your chest rising and falling with each soft breath. Let's slowly open our eyes, still noticing each breath, remaining in that relaxed state. And while sitting comfortably, I'd like you to think about a moment in life you had no control over. Perhaps being let go of a job you really enjoyed, or maybe a relationship that ended suddenly, leaving you abandoned without any explanation. This may bring some anxiety, which is understandable, so let's bring our awareness back to our body, our breathing, chest rising, falling, relaxing our breath. You are strong, and you can do this. I'd like for you to write that event down on a piece of paper. Nothing detailed or elaborate, just a simple sentence stating what happened. Here, I'll go first. My dream was to attend a well-known music conservatory in Baltimore, Maryland. I was fixated throughout my youth and knew it was where I needed to be if I wanted a career in music. In the end, I was told, this isn't the place for you. I was crushed. I had no control over their decision. So, for me, I have written down on the piece of paper, dreamed of attending Peabody, but was not accepted. That's it. Just a simple acknowledgement of what actually happened. No need to retell the story, you've already been there once. Again, bringing our awareness back to our breath, chest rising, falling, softening and releasing any areas of physical tension. Chest rises with each breath and falls with each breath. Now, the second thing I'd like for you to bring to mind is a regret or a decision you personally made. One that you did have control over and maybe it wasn't the best decision or outcome. Looking back, it's a mistake you've never forgiven yourself for and constantly think about. It hasn't derailed your life per se, but the regret sends you into a downward spiral of negativity and self-criticism, even self-doubt, regularly seeing yourself as a failure. Again, I'll go first. Remember at the top of the episode I shared my infatuation with Jeeps? It's true. It's a love-hate history. In my 20s, I decided to drive a new Jeep directly off the lot brand spanking new. I was single at the time and work was amazing, so why not, even if the monthly payment was $700 a month? Yeah, you heard that correctly, $700 each month. If there ever were a way to illustrate the palm slapping the forehead emoji, this would be the time. I'll spare you the details, but suffice it to say, it was a decision I regretted each month when writing that check. Now, your turn. Bringing our awareness to our breathing, 
chest rising, falling, softening that tension anywhere we have. One more breath. I'd like for you to write down that stumbling block that continues to present itself just as you feel a sense of accomplishment, when you feel great about yourself, when you've done something amazing. Because that's usually the time our emotional mind says, yeah, but remember that time years ago you did that one thing? Another deep breath, releasing any tension. This is not easy, but smile. Smile to yourself and knowing while this memory haunts you, it is no longer going to own you. You can do this. Chest rising with confidence in each breath and tension releasing with each exhale. Our emotional brain tends to take the driver's seat quite often, more than our rational brain. It's not until we write down what we think is rational to see how irrational our thoughts really are. After writing these two things down, I'd like for you to read each of them to yourself. Let your mind ease a bit, as this can be overwhelming. Now realizing where you were in life then and where you are now. How have these impacted you each day since? Have they really made that much of a difference? Enough to be reminded at every success? Probably not. I'd like for you now to write down how these things no longer impact you. For instance, while I was turned down at the conservatory, I decided to go to a different school in Boston. And then after two years, I realized I am not a classroom learner. If I'm curious about something that interests me, I prefer to learn directly one-on-one or by figuring it out on my own. But had I held on to that idea that my potential was ruined by not attending the conservatory, I would have never taken the next steps bringing me to where I am today. And the Jeep? It was a mistake, and every now and then I remind myself of it but not in the way that I used to. I can happily say that that was the last car payment I ever agreed to. As the Jeep drove off into the proverbial sunset, my wife and I scrimped and saved every nickel we could to pay cash for an old beat-up Acura for $2,000. And since then, we've lived by a rule of not buying it if we couldn't pay for it in cash. It hasn't been easy, to be honest, but we don't have the anxious sweats at the first of every month. That in itself is more rewarding than driving something shiny, at least for us. That being said, I'd like for you to write down the rational view of the irrational things that grip us, to physically commit word on paper how your life isn't affected by what happened to you years ago. And when these thoughts reappear, Pull out this paper and read what you have written. The more we restructure our thought pattern to the rational, the more we begin to see how irrational we've been all along. We experience disappointments and setbacks in life. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. That's to be expected. 
But we often get into a cycle, reliving those letdowns from yesterday, even though they don't affect us today. So, whatever happened to the Super Bowl game? Well, Kansas City stormed back from a double-digit deficit in the fourth quarter to beat San Francisco. The 49ers will probably start their next season saying what they say every season. That was last year. I'm going after this one. To hear more episodes of Calm It Down or the musical playlist from today's episode, or if you're simply just wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit calmitdownpodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community at our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. For what it's worth, the views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and are not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should act only upon the advice of such physician. In short, I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs and simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals and additional resources, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. You can hear Comet Down every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you may fancy. And wherever that may be, do subscribe. If anything, it will at least remind you what day of the week it is. For more information, visit CometDownPodcast.com. If you have enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come, as every little bit helps us in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. Until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.